0: The one-hour phone-in show, all about stuff. Good morning and
1: welcome to the show. We are enjoying our new time slot from 1 to 2 p.m. to now 11 a.m. to noon. This is Consignment Heroes. We're live at the beautiful Zoomerplex in Liberty Village in downtown Toronto. And whether you have antiques, gold, jewelry, coins, stamps, sports cards, memorabilia, jerseys, maybe an old collection of farm equipment out in a in a building on your property and you want to get rid of it, this is the show to call it. We can give you a real-time market assessment and get your stuff moved for the highest possible value. And we're not just talking about garage sale stuff, we're talking about hidden gems. Two guys in the studio, they have found fame and fortune dealing in other people's stuff, specifically identifying the value that other people overlook. You know them from TV's Storage Wars Canada, also A&D's Northern Treasures. Now you can also watch them on Netflix, Netflix And catch them live right here every Sunday Paul Kenny and his son Bogart Kenny How are you?
2: Great, what a week
1: What a beautiful day too Yeah, too nice to be inside I hope, I want everyone to stay in
2: and listen to the radio for about one more hour They can be out, they can be out and listen to it, right? Yeah,
1: you can have radio outside With their Walkmans? With, With their Walkmans, sure, yeah
3: No, but uh, you can stream stream us off your phone
1: too, like radio wise. Yeah, yeah. You can you can just grab your phone and stream us for sure. Really? Yeah. People know how to do that. Should we tell people how to do that? Does any of us three know how to do this? Yeah, of course. You just go to the Zoomer website and click the Listen Live icon. Your phone will do the rest. Yes,
2: literally. That's all. Yeah. That's it. That's
1: That's right, Boomer Tech. That's all you got to do. Okay.
2: Well, I'm hoping some people are doing this right now. Okay. Anyway, sorry to distract. What What was your message? Oh no, my message. I gotta apologize. For a couple of weeks ago,
1: I like this. this I know, no no you know, no Paul.
2: I because I what I did was I was asking people to vote. When I remember when I said that thing about Trudeau, I would never want to tell people how to vote. I never want to do What this. are you talking about? A couple of weeks ago, I said back up Trudeau, and it came, I had a couple of listeners call, us, call me at the show. At oh, come on. Show. Yes, they do talk to me. I'm but in you, there.
1: I was clear. Well, because you know, as soon as the mics went off, you know, I went berserk, and you're like, okay, I know you were going to go crazy, Ben. But you were just saying so, n- national pride, like a Canada national. first mentality. Yeah. you got to back the country when it comes yeah. to trade. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I never want to tell anyone how to vote or how, which way I vote. Yeah, or you that. weren't endorsing a guy no,
2: no. who may be facing back him groping up. allegations. I understand. That, yeah. No, no. It's, <laughs> <laughs> what I want to do here is that we have to stand up. All of us know as a kid, if you were a bully, if you didn't stand up to the bully, if he hit you once and you didn't hit him back, he hit you twice.
1: That's a this is what good ha- message. Way to no, start the show strong. <laughs> okay, without the violence, maybe a without verbal the bully. Okay, a verbal fine. Bully. Now we're on yeah. easy street. You have okay. to,
2: and that's all. I just want people to think about this and to buy Canadian and to
1: buy at our shop as well. But I want them to buy Canadian. I love that people called you about this. Yes, because you made an offhand remark. Yes. They beat you up over it.
2: (laughs) Well, not beat me up. They said, well, you know, Paul. And and they went on and wanted to get some advice as well. But they mentioned it. Yeah, just tell them to get a life. You're on the radio. This is unscripted. You say things. What are you going to do? But I try and be nice. I I like to have this show as a show of common sense. Mm. People call and ask what their stuff is worth. But we also try and tell them what to do with it in a common sense way. And use your common sense. And I think we're using your common sense right now is to buy Canadian. Okay? But now, talking about common sense... Bogart and I bought a house with about
3: 500 dolls. We need help. We, I'm hoping no, one like, of our, He's not saying we need psychological help. He's saying we need help to sell them. We can get yes, to sorry, both I kinds hope, of help, yeah, guys.
1: Say. What are you doing with these dolls is the question.
2: No, the dolls are actually... I, I usually tr- know I know stuff, and I, you know, I've said it on the show a lot of times. I don't know everything, but I know people who know everything. Mm-hmm. I've run into not many people I know know anything about dolls. And I know a, a basic knowledge. Is, okay, that's a good doll, but I don't know how good it is. Right. Like some of these dolls are fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars dolls. So I need someone, and some of them are, have to be cleaned up, or I want to know how original they are. I need some. I need an expert.
1: Where is like the best doll made? Are they made in this? Oh,
2: France? There's $15,000 dolls made in France. Is that and Germany. right? Okay.
1: Oh, I was all- curious. I don't know anything about the market. Well, yeah, huh? what do they do? Like, what makes it worth $15,000? Um, um, detail, hand uh, painting, hand crafting, these sorts yeah, of things. Yeah. They're made out of bi- So uh, These are bisque and you know, when they, expressions. They're laying down, and then you. Tip them up and their creepy eyes open. That's extra, baby. You pay extra for that.
2: (laughs) Or character. No, but that's... No, if I knew this, I wouldn't be asking someone to help us. (laughs) We need help with these dolls. I'm hoping some listeners out there, either they collect dolls and can give us some information, not even pay for it, or they know someone... Who's right into dolls? Well, listen, you, you need a doll
1: connection. Is what
2: I you need. need a doll connection. Right. Why? This has
1: worked. You've leaned on the audience before, right? You've you've yeah. got them as laborers, right? You yes. made an appeal to parents and grandparents. So you don't let your teens sit around this summer. I still have two positions open. There you go. Still yeah. looking for it. So if you got a lazy teen lying around, well, now you know no, a guy you can put them.
2: Wait a minute, hold on. No, no, no oh, I don't no,
1: want the lazy. No, ones. You don't want the lazy ones. I know, but there's no need for them to be lazing around for yeah. the rest of the summer. They can work with you, yeah. and they have no excuse. Oh, I can't find a job, mom. Really? Well, Mom just found you a job. You're yes. working for Paul Kenny. We we
3: should have not started the show with this. Now we're going to get a million calls about th- th- something you're not an expert in.
1: Don't. Oh, no, don't. I like, well, no, I have, have a, a passing knowledge.
2: No. We like, did. what
1: about these? What are these posters? Like, you oh, okay. talk... you, you know, I haven't even given the phone numbers of the show yet, so hold on. We'll yeah. slow down. I want to get to these posters because they're incredible. Yeah. So you're listening to Consignment Heroes. We're live on Zuma Radio in our new time slot, 11 to 12. Our phone number is 416-360-0740. If you have a bunch of old junk in your basement, some of it looks like it might be valuable, Well, you can call this show and talk to an expert. He might be able to tell you what those old pots are worth or what that old leather horse harness might be worth or that old barrel that says... Canadian Club Whiskey, 1899. Who knows? Whatever it is, there's a guy in the studio who can probably tell you what it's worth and probably get you top dollar for it. Our number is 416-360-0740. An old record player, an old piano, Mm. an old saxophone, whatever it is. 1-866-740-4740 1-866-740-4740 is our long distance number. That's one 866 740 4740 You should also know he has a store. It's located in Richmond Hill. It's right on Young Street. The actual address is 10341 341 Young Street. So that's 10341 Young Street in Richmond Hill. You'll know it because it's just north of Major McKenzie. Yeah. Let's talk about the stuff in studio here.
3: Oh, I got it you gotta, you got to stay there.
1: Okay, no. I'll do, let me do the color. I'll do the play-by-play. Okay. So the, what Paul the, Kenny has found, where did they come out of? The mail? Or is it yeah, a newspaper? These were sent... Sorry. Maybe I'll let you tell the story, because okay. I'm just no, looking no. at it. These posters are mailed out
2: by the U.S. government during World War II. And they were meant to put up in schools, in factories... And in uh, things like that. To bolster the war effort. bolster the war. Buy war bonds. That was Mm -hmm. the big thing. I don't think, if there was a war on right now, would you guys buy war bonds?
1: I don't know that it matters anymore because our money is just digital garbage. So I don't think that you need to sell war bonds. They just print the money anyway, right? Yeah.
2: But back then, you had to buy war bonds. Or they want people, there's one I couldn't find. It's it's, uh, um, someone talked and you've got a dying sailor. On it. Yes. Some are
3: very, very graphic. I just showing that to me yesterday. Why flags of our
1: fathers, it? the Clint Eastwood movie, or whoever made Flags of yeah. Our Fathers. That's basically what the whole point was, right? The guys who raised the flag, they took him on a speaking tour around the states to sell bonds. Yeah. yeah.
2: So I'm going to show this one. So you here. don't
1: need to get up. Just point at it. Look. Just point. Just hey, point. we also have an online audience. If I point yeah.
2: at, it, how's the camera going to see it?
1: Yeah. Pick them up. Pick them up.
2: Okay. <laughs> Someone's got to work here.
1: I love it. This is already our most argumentative episode. Well, I
2: don't, I don't get <laughs> full it. Full like, of apologies. Hey, we're,
1: let's do a radio show. Let's okay. bring th- visual you know, That's aids.
2: That's one right there. Remember December 7th, okay?
1: Remember December 7th and a tattered U.S. flag. Yeah. And this was mailed out by the U.S. government in 1943.
2: Yeah, this would be someone like that. But this one, and this with a propaganda...
1: Just you hand. don't say propaganda when it's a good guy's, but yes, go oh, okay. ahead. Yes. This is, <laughs> what is that supposed to be?
2: See, you don't even get this. No, this is look,
1: America's is? answer. Production. It's a fist with a wrench. This is poster size. Yeah. Big, big, dark fist holding a wrench. It says America's answer. Production. This is art. This is get art. to work.
2: Yeah. Now, see, that's what Bogart doesn't. When you use the word work, Bogart
1: great message. Off. Yeah, yeah. Yes. to him it's abstract. See,
2: yes.
1: <laughs> that's all I was looking <laughs> at for. Yeah. But this one it.
2: here. These are all mint. These are never... They're still in the envelopes.
1: Yeah, so this one has uh, some soldiers on it and some guys waving flags. It says uh, 1778 to 1943. Americans always fight for liberty. They're beautiful pieces.
2: And it came with a lot of books. The books, funny enough, are not worth a lot of money.
1: People don't really uh, read Okay, so we have some great Americana that was found tucked away in a Canadian's home, probably unmolested for 70 years. 70 years.
2: And... uh, it, it's just nice stuff. People have this stuff in their basements all the time now.
1: What do you think, generally, those are going to sell for?
2: Not that That one, um, one there is about $150, maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, but then some are not as good. Those are probably the best,
3: okay, of of these posters. Yeah, I've never seen, them like, a quality like that. It's pretty the amazing. quality is... They're this, literally mint, yeah. yeah.
2: Most of the time, they have pinholes in them, or um, uh, they have uh, the folds. And in the center, you know, it's been unfolded, and folded unfolded. And there's little holes. Yes, yeah, it destroyed. Way. Yeah, that 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 did not happen to these. So that makes us actually these a little bit special. But people have this stuff in the basement. This was in a crawl space. Yeah. Okay, and everything else in the house was nice. But, I mean, I bought a car, you know, those, one of those pedal cars? Yeah, yeah. I bought one for
1: $100. Like a vintage one?
2: Yeah, 1970, not that old. Okay, yeah. But enough that now that i got grandsons, I might actually just save it for them. Right. You know? And it look it looks good. It's more of a prop. No one's ever really going to drive in them anymore.
1: Yeah, well, that, I mean, that's what happens. You yeah. become a custodian of all this sort yeah. of stuff. It's, if stuff's nice, you don't want the risk of breaking it. How many times have we talk to somebody who goes, yes, I have... Three Paragon sets of uh, you know f- 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 plates and the whole cups, and oh, well, where are they? They're wrapped in nine towels and styrofoam in a closet that I never touch because yeah, they don't yeah. want the responsibility. So you always have the, is it time to sell? I mean, is it time to, if you're not using it and you're not enjoying it and you're feeling like it's a weight of responsibility, if we told you it's worth a few thousand dollars, you might want to move it to some other type yes. of investment. So someone else can put it in the closet. That's right. <laughs> Let's take a phone call. We got uh, Jack and Hamilton. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. And what do you have? I've got a
4: couple of things. I was just wondering if they're worth anything. Um, the first thing is I've got some 300 milliliter glass pop bottles from the 1970s like Coke and Pepsi uh, in a wooden case. I was just wondering if those pop bottles are worth.
2: Okay. Um, milliliter. What, if it says ounces, good. It says milliliters that you've dated right perfectly there. It's like if it's in milliliters, Uh, That's a bad sign. That means it's not. We're looking for the older stuff. Okay, they're worth a dollar to five dollars each, but not like fifty dollars or three hundred dollars, something like that. And that's the same thing goes. What,
1: you, is it a metric system connection? Is that yeah? Because okay.
2: we went from ounces to uh, like if you have a bottle, it's a little harder to say what year it's from. But if you have a bottle that says six ounces, right, then you know it's older, especially in Canada here,
1: unless it's an American. So bottle. it's Canadian. It's got ounces, and you know, it's before we switched to metric. Yeah, or kind of switched to metric, right? No one ever says the suspect was wearing a blue shirt. No. He was one hundred and eighty-three centimeters tall. No one ever does. <laughs> No one ever does that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but here's the other thing as well. And like a friend of mine this morning, I, I was actually up at seven o'clock. I have people come to my house asking prices of stuff at seven o'clock in the morning.
1: That's awesome.
2: He's a good friend for now. <laughs> no, but he was there. But he had a whole truckload of of uh, model kits. But the problem was, I said. They got the barcodes on them. Model what though? Model kits, Star Wars, Star Trek. Okay, they're yeah. nice. They're worth yep. ten, twenty dollars. <throat> but if you have them without the barcodes, which are older in the first editions, there were two, three, four hundred dollars. We have a Budweiser one this week that is worth one hundred and fifty dollars for a bunch of horses because it's old. It doesn't have a. It, it has the. It's
1: still in the shrink wrap. It doesn't have a barcode. It's a first edition type, right? Because barcoding totally changed the way. All that sort of stuff works yeah. to the cashier, yeah. Wow. We know we know how late,
2: now. then we know we can date it. So my friend this morning, I said, well, he got nice. He, got, he bought them right. He bought them at a garage sale, and but they all had prices. But I says, they got the barcodes. And uh, you're best of off to, to put five together and put them out and sell them that way.
1: Just move them as if they were yeah. regular old inventory, as opposed to yeah. something collectible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We kind of got off track here. Of this. Oh, guy's sorry. Price. Okay. Uh,
2: sorry, uh, sir. Uh, but you know, once it has the well, no, that's the common sense part of our show. Um, <laughs> what we're talking here is uh, what you've got is it once it has the milliliters, unless it has something like the last game of the gardens. Or uh, something like that, where people are willing to pay a little bit more. But we have, like, wait—they gave glass bottles at games. No, no, they sold them for the. I have six packs of the last game of the Gardens and the first game of the ACC type of thing, and they go for twenty-five dollars. That's six pack in the case, Mm -hmm. in the bottles, still full. And that's only twenty five dollars. So it gives you an idea, sir, what yours are gonna be worth. How's that?
4: Oh, okay. And the other thing I wanted to ask you was, um, I've got a small box of about uh, fifty or so uh empty fifty milliliter miniature plastic uh liquor bottles that the L C B O uses uh, you know, like Seablins <coughs> and Bacardi okay. and Captain Morgan's. And I know they're empty. Are they worth anything?
2: Uh you're only you're only supposed to sell them empty, uh if they're old enough, but I sell, if I put 50 into an auction, I get them every third or fourth household we go into has these, and we do sell them, and I have a collection right now of about 150 If I get, If I get $50 for it, I'm very, very happy.
1: Interesting. Okay? They, You're listening to Consignment Heroes. We're live on Zoomer Radio at the Zoomerplex in studio with two men who have found fame and fortune dealing in other people's stuff. You know them from... A&es, Northern Treasures, also television, Storage Wars Canada. You can catch them on Netflix. Uh, and this show is at your disposal. If you have antiques, maybe an old record player, an old tuba, an old television, an old radio, vintage flatware... Yes. Porcelain dolls? No, figurines? No, no dolls today. No you're dolls. full up on dolls? Okay, call in dolls next week. Anything that's old that you think might have a special value. Maybe it's been lying around for days. Maybe you just have an old box of costume jewelry, yeah. and you're wondering what to do with it. Well, guess what? That market is red hot right now. You might be sitting on a, a lottery ticket, as Paul always says. You never yeah. know until you start asking around. You'd yeah. hate to be the one who goes, you know what, I just threw that stuff out in a spring cleaning. Little five did I t- know.
2: Five times this week that oh. happened. People brought in stuff that was... Okay, and this is what I said. And they look at my showcases. Oh, you buy these? And say, yes. How much is that one? I say, one hundred and sixty dollars. And they say, I just gave that away. Oh
1: my god! And I sit there and say, well, a really close friend. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Even old vinyl records, right? People still records. chuck them. They have no idea.
2: The vinyl records, I'm going to say this, because people do, and I'm going to go a short little primer. We're going to do, we're going, this is going to be an educational show today because I'm going to talk about something else a little bit later on. I'm ready to learn. And not you. You already know this stuff. Right, <laughs> all right, but right, well, I'm still ready to learn. So on vinyl records, the rock and roll, the blues, and the jazz are good, as a general rule, right back into the 50s. But if you get into classical or soundtracks, or Big Band, or Perry Como, or Ed Ames, the popular music back then, it doesn't sell. Like, we buy them, I do as, I call mercy buys. If someone has a bunch of stuff, and I'll buy that stack for 10 cents a piece, and I put into auction, and I get 5 cents each for it. You know what I mean? I don't, right. But that stuff does not sell. And if that's all you have, it's not worth going up. As much as I want to see people, it's not worth driving up to us. That's why I like people to call us, And we'll tell you over the phone, we're not looking for people to waste their time. And, you know, and we don't mind them coming up and seeing us and all that. But that kind of stuff, but but rock, you have Beatles, you have Stones, you have ugly ducklings, you have that kind of stuff that will sell and we do buy it. Okay. Now, if you were the type of person who partied a lot and drank while you're playing your albums and didn't take care of them, that's going to hurt what we pay. We like to have it. So when you open it up, oh, it looks just like it came out of the store. Right. You'll get more for those records than you'll get for the ones. when they, That scratch, when you think it's adding personality and patina to it, it's actually. On the actual record? On the actual record. Right.
1: That hurts. Right. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. That but the artwork must speak. Like a lot of people keep the stuff for display. Like I'm thinking, like, remember the Rolling Stones album Sticky Fingers? Yes. It has an actual zipper on yes. denim on the front. Yeah. If that's damaged, I imagine that's a problem.
2: Yeah, but the, the, they made a lot of it. And I'm going to say this. The big bands, Beatles still sells, but you're very, the more, if something's Michael Jackson, they made, when you hear that Michael Jackson's thriller, they made 25 million of them, it's not rare. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, It's very good. And people still buy it. But it's not rare.
1: OK, let me give the phone numbers. Okay. People want that advice. They can call this radio station right now. 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. We're live. This is Consignment Heroes. You can also call Paul at his store for this advice rather than visiting the store. Store, by the way, is at 10341 341 Young Street. That's 10,341 Young Street. The store's phone number, don't call now, call during regular work week hours, is 905-737-GOLD. That's 905-737-4653. Uh, Luella in Grimsby. Am I getting that name right? Did we just hang up on Luella? Luella? Luella?
2: we lost luella
1: we lost luella. luella luella had been waiting online like 20 minutes Tell luella call, call back please call back we'll try to reach out for you in the meantime why don't we take a quick break with more of your calls on the other side our number 416-360-0740
2: hi paul Kenny here consignment hero boxes are truly amazing things they come in all shapes and sizes and they do a remarkable job of storing your stuff and the folks at Mississauga Cartons know how important it is to find the right box. For over 35 years they've provided thousands of satisfied customers with a wide range of packaging, boxes and shipping materials. I use them. So should you. Mississauga Cartons. Check them out at mississaugacartons.com and be a hero like me.
4: Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New Generation Kitchens and Bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory.
1: are back and we are live you're listening to consignment heroes on zoomer radio our phone number 416-360-0740 what do you own maybe it's an old heirloom that's been in the basement or garage for 30 40 years maybe it's time to move on well if you want to know what it's worth whether it's jewelry or figurines you can call this show 416-360-0740 luella i'm sorry we hung up on you we owe you one in the meantime we're gonna move on and talk to harry in mississauga harry how are you
5: I am great, thank you. In 1964, I was a store, ma- I was manager of the China Department of Sears in Winnipeg. Great. And this I is starting married, off very good. And we were buying World Worcester Greenbelt. World Worcester yep. was one of the major suppliers. And uh, for a wedding present, I got World, Green, World Worcester Greenbelt Moral service for eight. Okay. And co- coffee pot and teapot and some service platter. Hello, we lost you.
1: No, oh. He's there. Maybe I hey, Harry, on line three? We're okay. having we're having phone issues. I apologize oh, to our sorry. listeners. Sorry, Harry, we put you on hold. Okay. Because our phone lines are kind of exploding right now. Okay. Sorry, Harry, if you could just rewind 30 seconds and forget that uh, I'm incompetent.
5: Okay, no, nobody's incompetent. It's a like fact of life. Okay, in 1964, I was uh, manager of the China Department in, P- yep. in Polo Park in Winnipeg, and I got married, and... Wall Wooster Company in England and give us a Christmas, a uh, wedding present, a uh, service for eight, and plus coffee pot, teapot, a couple platters, uh, and Wall Wooster Green Memorial. Great pattern. Is, is they, is they got value? <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: No, no, the Wooster, that was a very expensive pattern for them to make as well with the gold over the green. That's right. Yeah, okay. Well, you know the and, pattern, no? Yeah. Now that pattern probably back then was probably in the 1970s. I think they still made it then. I know it was around 400 dollars a place setting. In today's
1: what? yes,
2: Whoa. oh yeah,
1: I haven't spent that much that on expensive. plates and cups my entire life so far combined. But no, he got it for free. But that's r- unbelievable.
2: Right now, if you've got how many place settings you got, sir?
5: Service for eight. Service I got for the, eight. Eight hundred platter and a medium platter. I got uh, the coffee pot and the teapot.
2: Coffee pot and teapot were and, always and, very expensive. And a
5: sugar and a sugar bowl with a you know with a little stand a little pl- plate on it. You must have a gravy too. They would. And a get... gravy, yes, it has
2: And the cream soups or not? Yes. Oh, so you got? You've probably got a retail today would probably retail. We do it on this time would be about fifteen hundred dollars.
5: You're joking.
1: Okay, no, I never. <laughs> t- we never joke well, here. Well, hold sir. on a second, and that that might be well, why standard is it pricing. in the cupboard. <laughs> Great yeah. question. Great, could it be worth more? Because this sounds like. It has, no. Have you ever used this? Is this pristine? Yeah, I we'll
5: use it on, you know, okay. for family occasions.
2: Yeah, no. Now the problem is, is that because it has the gold, mostly young people don't buy this because it won't go in the microwave. But it's a beautiful. You've got the green, right? The green. That's right. Yeah. Now the covered vegetable, but in this area, it would sell probably. The place things are around a hundred dollars Canadian. You know, but now we have to make money as well. But I'm on consignment. Sure. Retail on this would probably be between twelve and fifteen hundred dollars. Now, ten years ago, this would have been three to five thousand.
1: Really? Oh yeah. Any no, chance this... it'll go the other way again? No. Sorry. Oh, okay. So <laughs> sell it well at
2: potentially. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. What's happened with a lot of those patterns is um, we're not buying it like that, and people are going to the other big box stores. I have at home two hundred over two hundred sets of china. Okay, I'm an idiot. I have two hard sets of china because I do it for people and stuff. I used to be Replacement's largest supplier from Canada. So my son and my two daughters... I don't
5: know about you.
2: I don't know, just because I keep a (laughs) low-key... I'm very low-key and low-profile.
5: I was in Denver a long time, and I knew the business.
2: Yeah, yeah. On Bogart, I have over 200 sets of china at home, partials and stuff. My kids went to big-box stores and bought plain white china. No kidding. <laughs> no, no. That's so. I either have
1: really dumb kids or no, hold on to <laughs> Don't stuff. Don't me. It' Harry's stuff, although very beautiful and very yeah. valuable. Can you microwave it? No. no. Well, no. then what are you going to do, man? He needs plates that work. I know, <laughs> no, but this is gold. Yeah, it's oh, gold. Oh, yeah, right, on right, 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 right. Yeah,
2: and it and it was. The only expense Minton made more. Minton used to make a place setting that cost thirty over thirty thousand dollars for one place setting. We're talking a dinner plate, uh, a salad.
5: A, Which a B&B. pattern is that in I
2: can't remember the name of it right now, but I, I know they made that it. Pattern. yeah, but it caught. They but they stopped making it because they couldn't make any money at
1: it. Well, of course not. Yeah, no. one customer would probably be.
2: No, but people buy that kind of stuff. We once, I remember buying it at one of the auction houses here. We, I bought a set of china that cost the customer, because I saw the invoice, for $135,000. Oh, unreal. God. The auction house, not knowing anything, sold it for $750. <laughs> I sold it for $21,000 or $22,000. Wow. So I, I, I was willing to take the money. But what I'm saying is that the auction houses don't know. I recognized it right away. I, it was the, the invoice was in the sugar bowl. So I just left it in the sugar bowl, but I hit the sugar bowl.
1: <laughs> right. Well, how rich you got to be when you're spending money on plate sets, $100,000. Like, imagine what else has been upgraded in your life, right? Yeah. Well, they had- I've already got two helicopters, one with retractable landing gear. I've got decommissioned <laughs> yeah. F-18. What are we doing with the plates, honey? We yeah. don't have $100,000 plates? Well, let's spend some money. Like, I can't even imagine how far down the list of things you can spoil you see- yourself with. They're, you know. Yeah, There's it has- five glasses I bought that I sold for 2500 U.S., there
2: were Baccarat Tsar. I even know the color. They were, and they were just champagne flutes. Wow. Okay. okay. No, people back then spent this kind of money. Thank you for the call, sir. And you can call okay, well, me. I have
5: a couple more questions. Oh, then. go ahead. Okay. Uh, also, we, uh, my wife passed away three years ago, so I sold it. Everything's in boxes, right? Yep. Now, I still have some originals. Chris, uh, Gerda Christofferson, she's a famous painter from Denmark who painted Indian pictures. Yep. Children. Is that any value?
2: Yes, we can do. B- Sir, you have to call me during the store hours because okay. the board's all filled up here. Okay. And well, I, and he's I got can got nice help stuff. you. Yeah, he's got, you got have, very nice stuff. You have very nice stuff. Okay.
5: Where are you located?
1: 10,341 Young. and, and to Hold
5: on. 10,341 Young? Yep. So
1: 10341 Young Street.
5: Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, what's your main intersection?
1: Uh, young Major and, Mac. Major Mac. We're three boxes. Young Major
5: and Major Mac. 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 Okay. Yeah.
2: Now, the other thing, sir, I could come to you because instead of you packing it up... No,
5: it's in boxes already. Okay.
2: I'm just saying I could help <laughs> you that way as well. Okay. Uh, the
5: pictures I have in my condo.
2: Okay. Okay.
5: Uh, but and I have some, uh, uh, quite a few uh, numbered prints. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm. Harry's going
1: to keep you busy. Harry, we've no. got to put you on hold, but w- okay. we got to we got to move on. I know. What was your final thought there? If
2: Sir Harry, if you've got the store displays, like you know, it'll say "Buy Royal Wooster China," "Buy Royal Dalton China." You know the little store dis- shelf display things. If ovals. Yeah, if you have any of the promo stuff, I'm interested as well. Please don't throw them out. But call me. Uh, we're going to put you on hold. You can get my Sebastian. Uh, Sebastian will take your uh,
1: number and we'll go from there. How thank you very much for the call. Okay, we're going to go to Bruce in Port Perry. He's on line 1. Bruce in Port Perry, how are you? Hey now, Bruce. Uh-oh. Hey. Bruce in Port Perry. Speaking. Hey, sorry about the delay. What's going on, man? In uh,
6: 1962, uh approximately April or May, I was making me way back from um through Liverpool, walking to the Belfast Ferry, and uh, my friend and I, we heard this racket coming from a basement. Um, ah, I know
2: where this is going, come on, thank you.
6: Yeah, well, um, being a little older than much of the type of people we saw there, yeah. just out of interest, we went um, down the stairs to this racket that was going on in the basement. Mm-hmm. Looking back on it, I don't even know why we did that. But anyway, uh, the Silver Beetles were performing. Wow. And um, they had uh, on the premises, in a sort of a nutty way, um, what you may call a reproductive vinyl tape recording machine. Okay. Which printed these discs. They were uh, floppy vinyl. Yep, yep. Like a tortoise shell finish if you held them up to the light. And um, it reproduced the four songs uh, that were um, produced that evening onto this disc, and you paid a fee of two shillings at the time.
2: I hope you had two shillings in your
6: pocket. Yeah, I bought, okay. we bought one each, actually. All right. And I happened to have uh, both of them because the guy who was with me uh, passed away about 10 years ago. I'm just wondering what sort of These have never been actually played On a modern machine They're still in jackets
1: So this is like a live recording then it Live recording 62 How is. do you authenticate it? Guess what, they're going to sound a lot like the Beatles <laughs> No, no, but you could reproduce it If you had that Oh, I know, but duplication it'll be the, there's a machine. certain live Being in the you know, live the sound, I'm just saying that yeah. like, if you had the machine that makes those albums You could reproduce, no, could you not? I'm going to say this to everyone who's been out
2: there, um, and a lot of our Zoomer listeners have gone to live recordings like bands and stuff. There's a whole different feeling of that when something is not overproduced and it's got the little nicks and cracks, the little mistakes and stuff. Yeah. So, no, this would be fantastic item. And I'm at a loss to know a price at this very second, but I can get you a price tomorrow on this.
1: These would be cool. cool. and who knows? I mean, yeah. you could easily set a well, new record for this item. But if they were
2: doing it all the time, there's probably hundreds of these out there. Oh, I see. That's what I'm thinking. Anyone with two shillings. But if you've got two of them, now, you have them in the original jackets?
6: It's completely, everything's absolutely as it came. Okay. Wow. Do you have, have a seat.
2: ticket stub, or did they charge you to get in or anything like that? Or was there any pamphlets that they gave out? Uh,
6: no, I don't think there was any charge, No. Okay, anybody that wanted to just dropped in and listened to the racket? It's
0: that's not awesome. ra- okay
6: <laughs> it wasn't in my opinion, it wasn't music, but um <laughs> it was historical in its own right, yes, when we look back at it
2: there are at there are these two one person here drooling that I wish you I was you that day, just to hear that because that's history, and well, yeah, no this is a great item, and I'd love to take a look at it. And I can help you sell it, and or at least come up with a price, and you can say, yes, I'd rather have the money than the racket, as you're putting it. Well, he doesn't wow. even like
1: the group, so if it's a even if like it's good group.
2: deal, I bet you he takes it. But I'm going to tell you this. When we're selling this, I'm going to keep you on the background, because your opinion of it, I'm going to try and make it more important than what you're saying it is. How's that? That he was a, a Beatle maniac? Yeah. Is that the story? Calling you it racket's not going to help it sell.
6: Well, <laughs> I, let me tell you something. I'm not a particular Beatles man. Yeah. Maybe one or two... Modern stuff in from the later 60s, gas might work. But um, I put this in a, in a briefcase that's been there in the dark for probably 50 oh, something years. Wow. Never been used.
2: Never you know played. something, sir? You've made my show today. Really? This is why we do this show. This is, this is why I we know. do this what show. What a discovery. That's this awesome.
1: is Discovery. No. Just to see the condition of it would be yeah. cool. No, you've made our show. And
6: well, let, let me assure you, these are absolutely original. Yeah. And I was there as the machine printed it out. Um, I listened to the recordings. Yeah. And every four uh, songs that were played were uh, automatically fed to this machine. It looked like an old jukebox. Okay. With a roll of vinyl. Yeah. And it dumped it out, and then recorded over the, the vinyl.
1: I'd um, pretty cool. I'd love to check cool this out. But this, All right, so yeah. Bruce, what we're going to do yeah. is we're going to put you on hold, and we're going to ask for your information. We'll make sure you have Paul Kenny's information, and then you guys can connect and yeah. get into well, this I world. Do,
6: I do have your information on your okay.
1: Street. Okay, well, wonderful. Well, yeah. great great story, great item. Thanks yeah. for the phone just, call.
6: Just purely as a sidebar to this, yeah. uh, about 20 years ago, I was offered $5,000 for it, Wow. um from an American buyer.
2: Oh, I think that might even be low. This is why I'm so excited about this. this like be huge. and depending
1: on the songs too, do you do you know the four songs that are on there?
6: I don't really Like
1: imagine Beatle like, fan. but imagine if it's Love Me Do with different lyrics or something yeah, like yeah. that, you know, it's something like some evolution in the lyrics or something well, like
6: Well, don't that. forget though, it it was really the evolution of the Beatles. These were basically the Silver Beatles at that time. Yeah. And um they were struggling to get a A move on things, but... um,
1: Your two shillings helped him. How's that?
6: Oh, probably (laughs) did. Yeah,
1: Bruce, you made them. (laughs) (laughs)
6: All
1: right, man, thanks for the phone call. Our next call is going to be Cat in Toronto. Cat is on line two, waiting patiently. Hello, Cat. you're live on Zoomer Radio. This is Consignment Heroes. <laughs> Thank you,
4: gentlemen. I, I was listening to your uh, talk about the plates, and I don't have such an expensive plate, but I've just come across one, and I want to pass it on as a gift, and I don't want to give somebody a shoddy gift. It's a Queen Elizabeth Coronation plate. It's got Alfred
7: Meek in England on the back of
2: it. It's worth about $15 to $20. Now, the thing is about it still, because they made a lot, this yeah. is 1953, your and plate, there's a couple things before you give it up. I'm going to say that make sure it's not crazed, okay? You're going to look at it sideways. You're going to hold it up in your uh, left hand. You're going to hold it flat, and you're going to look at it. If you see little lines in the in the in what it looks like a plastic coating on it, that detracts from it, okay? Oh my left hand! Oh my God, cat! Do that right now. That's no, the you, can thing right heard.
7: you can do it in your am. right. You can do your. No, no, I don't say anything like
4: that at all. Nice.
2: Perfect. Yeah, because bone—it doesn't happen with bone china, but that meekin is is was what we call an earthenware, okay? And this is why it, it breaks down if it gets too hot or too cold. What happens is the inside plate shrinks or expands faster than the outside covering. Okay, the glaze that's on it. You can take those out. It'll cost you about $50 to reheat the plate. But if it's, a have plate, if it's a $20 plate, don't do this. Science 101 right yeah, there. Sorry, I'm, try- I'm just no, trying to help. I love this help. stuff. I yeah. love that. <laughs> so, no, but it's if someone likes history, if I gave that to my son, he'd say, Who's Queen Elizabeth? Sorry. I am not that stupid. Like, I'm I'm there, but I'm
3: not that... I wouldn't know about crazing. Okay, okay. okay.
2: Yeah, no, but it's still a nice item. And you know something? I say this, like, I, I tell people to go out to Southworks or go to uh, uh, Aberfoyle. Get a gift. That's a gift with character. You know what I mean? Don't go to these big box stores and give them a future garage sale item. Go to a place like Southworks, or you already have it in your basement. You just have to go down in your basement. And get a, a gift like that. Shows thought and... It is a nice gift. Okay. Well,
1: Kat said she wanted to gift it to you, actually.
4: <laughs> oh, no, no, I did not. <laughs> no, I just want to gift it to uh, two gentlemen that I clean for. They sort of collect things, and I thought when yep. I when it came into my possession i said it's just a nice little gift for them as a thank you they're always leaving me little gifts so um and they they're sort of monarchists and there it is oh wow
1: well, this is the perfect no, no, gift for them. this
4: is, you know some, this is
1: a nice but don't unload it in the middle of july wait for christmas for a gift that's going to mean that much to no. them right <laughs> it's a nice I'm just saying that's what they, you know you got to play your cards right <laughs> I
2: well, like, thank you so much i like your spirit you know last week i was up in alliston and a lady there was, was doing a garage lost? No, I forgot to tell you about this. Her name is Janice. She does a yearly garage sale that everyone donates to her, and she sells stuff off for a worthy cause. Mm. And I want to mention her because I was up in Allison. I drove by and I stopped because there was people there, and the whole front of her place was—it's right on the main street.
1: Yeah, and but your it was blood the... is on fire past the garage sale in the middle of nowhere. I know. Oh, no, I yeah.
2: donated to it. Oh, you did. I, I was had a truck full of stuff, and I gave her some stuff. I said, "Here, take this." And I didn't, because I felt that anyone who's doing that kind of stuff for the community, she needs a bit of help as well. She didn't need it because she had lots of people donating to her. Mm. But she runs the sale for three, four days. And it was just, and this lady here, her spirit is it like, it's nice to give something away
1: and tell a story now. She's going to tell them, and it's not, gla- it's not crazed. No, but I agree. When We've talked about it before. It's nice to, if you're going to give something, to the right home, right? Yeah. If You know it's something that someone's going to love and cherish forever. Yeah. You know, if you have... Uh, a Wayne Gretzky autographed jersey and you don't even watch hockey, Hockey, what do you care? But if you know the biggest Wayne Gretzky fan in the world, you know, you can get whatever money for it or you can gift it to him and they'll treasure it for a lifetime. I
2: I get that. I get the drive. It makes sense to me. A guy just sold a Wayne Gretzky autographed uh,
1: stick in Easton, game used, $4,500. Okay, so maybe the Gretzky (laughs) reference or anecdote I suggested is a bad example, but there are other examples like if it finds the right home, I understand gifting even if it's slightly Valuable. Our phone number, by the way, if you have a rare, interesting item or maybe a whole collection of stuff you're looking to get rid of. Maybe it's pottery. Maybe it's old outdoor equipment. Maybe it's an old vintage lawnmower or outboard motor, which we we're saying are beautiful. Some of the old Johnson Motors from the 50s oh, yeah. or whatever. They're gorgeous. Gorgeous wall hangers. Whatever you have. Maybe it's an oddball thing. You go, well, this isn't worth any money. and is, is it even worth me driving to the dump? Well, call a show like this. You might find it's worth a fortune.
2: I, I... I... The second, there's two stories I always tell. The second opinion story, get the second opinion, mm-hmm. and, or get at least one opinion before you throw it. Unless your garbage man runs around with a checkbook open and signs them to you, mm. don't give it to the garbage man until you talk to us first.
1: Mm. Okay, our number right now on the show, you can call this radio station 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. You can visit Paul Kenny at his store. It's located right on Young Street in Richmond Hill. The actual address is 10341 Young Street. That's 10341 Young Street. Think Young Street and Major Mackenzie. You can also call the store during regular work week hours, 905-737-gold. That works out to 905-737-4653. We'll be right back.
7: Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver & Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction held every month is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD.
6: Southworks Antiques, one of Canada's best antique malls, just got better by moving to a better location. Across the Grand River in Cambridge at 73 Water Street proudly stands the new Southworks Antiques. 25,000 square feet of antiques and nostalgia with an intriguing history for sale by over 100 vendors. Visit southworksantiques.com for directions. Then park free and check it out. It's a new beginning for a lot of old stuff. At Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, open every day of the year
1: welcome back to consignment heroes we're live on zoomer radio gold prices want to talk gold prices oh we got there's all of our zoomer listeners and
2: and this is what I'm, i'm trying to bring out the thing about us being common sense bogart knows about i've told taught bogart about gold and silver and a lot of people have this in their houses and it's very important because the place they're going to get ripped off most for is their gold and silver Okay, because it's a lot of people, the dealers know what it is.
3: Undervalued, not ripped Uh, off.
2: No, I can say that because I'm not mentioning
3: any of those other guys. I'm
2: just saying, so what we're going to do here is every week around halfway through the show, so you have something to look forward to, and this way if you don't don't dial in right away at 11 o'clock, around 11.30, we're going to give the gold and silver prices of what we're
1: paying that week. Okay? Let's hear them. It can go up and down, but right now and bro- broken down by carat because people go, well, I don't understand the carat system. Yeah, it's percentage of gold. Yeah. Yes, but I'm going
2: to pay ten carat is is uh, four hundred and seventeen parts per thousand, a little bit less than half gold. Mm. We're going to say every week ten carat gold price we're paying eighteen seventy eight. It might go up and down. So that you got to say per gram per, yeah, per, per gram. Okay, yeah. So when you go to your place and you're thinking about selling something. You can either have this number in your pocket or your purse okay or not sell it to them and wait until what we give you on the weekend
3: okay yeah, get it wait because weight of it wait till the weekend that was good not really but okay.
2: okay 14 carat is going to be twenty six thirty is what we're paying right now 18 <laughs> carat is 33.81 now 18 carat a lot of people say it's gold and they'll okay. say oh, here i'm giving you so much a gram but you don't know it's 18 carat okay Right, and I know some guys out there who pay. If it's ten k we pay ten dollars a gram.
1: If it's fourteen, we pay you fourteen. If it's eighteen, we pay you um, eighteen. Right, and if you're curious, a lot of times in rings and jewelry, if you get up close, it'll say eighteen k, ten k, fourteen k, twenty two k, twenty four k. If your eyes are not good, what you can do is take a picture with your cell phone yeah. of the where you think the insignia is, and then zoom in and yeah. have a look. Although, get ready for heartache. You know, oh, okay. you know yeah, no, this well, beautiful ho- ring is only ten k. Yes. he or she only loves me ten k worth. Why is not it twenty four?
3: In Europe, you don't even like nine k. Okay, but well, hold on. You had to also okay. reference that, like for an example when you're putting a weight of a ring. Yeah. a ring can be what, like ten grams? Ten grams. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So like when you're when you're talking about ten carat at ten grams, now you're doing. That's $187 for, for one for ring. ring. Right. Yeah.
1: This is all becoming very clear. So not, or,
3: not just like you put a ring on the scale and it's like, oh, you know, that's only 10 carat. That's only going to be $14. Yeah. Like No, and times 10 or whatever. If
2: you go into a shop and they take your stuff and take it to a back room, you should be able to follow it around. If your stuff disappears on you, don't you have to start worrying. Okay. But I'm also telling people, get two opinions. I'd like one of them to be ours. I keep on saying that, but I get two opinions. But right now, every week we're going to tell people that we're paying. Like I said, say this week it's eighteen seventy eight for ten carat gold. Starting tomorrow, twenty six. Sorry, thirty three eighty one for eighteen carat, twenty six seventy for fourteen carat, which is what a lot of people have. Eighteen seventy eight for um, ten carat and silver we're paying 52 cents a gram. I know that most shops out there only pay you 30 cents cuz they say it's only silver. We're paying you 52 cents per gram and mm. we're buying silver plate between $2 and 350 a pound. Silver
1: plate, not plates made out of silver, things that are plated and plated, silver. Yes, plated, Yes. But we will get like them... the last place in the country that even takes silver plate. No, we're the first place and the only place that takes it. Okay, okay, sure. Pioneers. Right. But I want people to call to, to, if you're thinking about selling that
2: week if you go to your place, and if he's honest, he'll let you take it out, and say, he'll say the price will change, which is right. It'll change. But it's not, if he's offering you uh, $25 a gram for your 18 carat, don't sell it.
3: No, but the price changes because the market changes. Because the market
2: You're changes. changes. Every second, every day. Here. Yeah. But I want to just give people a- in that area, so okay. they know not to get uh to get taken advantage of plus like i say on we're buying coins right now at around ten dollars per dollar so if you have a hundred dollars and it's in dimes quarters half dollars or dollars we do not care uh, but if it's just silver melt you're going to get around a thousand dollars for every hundred dollars you have I like
1: it so to summarize you pay the highest dollar for gold and silver
2: We think so, and if someone else pays more, guess what you should do? You should sell it to the other guy.
1: Fair enough. And again take this stuff even if it's broken jewelry go, yeah. oh i have an old gold necklace but it's broken is it worth anything yes it's worth yes. exactly what it would be if it was in perfect condition yeah uh the store is located at 10 young street in richmond hill of course old coins very collectible and if you're talking about silver coins the ones prior to 1967 so, even your dimes and quarters yeah. were 80 percent silver lots it's of amazing people bring me
2: in nickels and i says is this nickel
3: made out of silver and we it should says, be no. clear yeah why they may call them nickels you haven't yeah, they don't call dime silvers that's true well you be five cent piece used to be silver a long time ago.
6: Yeah. I'm back to work, everybody. Back to work. Okay. She's Luella. Right, Remember, we lost Luella earlier in the show? Okay.
1: Yeah. Luella mm-hmm. is calling from Grimsby. Luella, hi. Uh,
4: hi. I was calling because I have some old books here.
1: Okay. Yes. What kind of books are
4: they? Well, I've got Roughing It by Mark Twain. Okay. But inside it says in pencil, it's a pirated Canadian edition. Scarce. I don't know whether it is what? or not. But. Wow. Wow.
1: Okay. A pirated Canadian edition. That's
4: it, what it says, by Rose Publishing Company.
1: What, it was unlicensed in Canada or something? I don't know. I'd have to... You know something, you got me here, but it's really
2: as a general pencil? rule, books are not good. As oh. a general rule. Um, unless it's first edition, and if it's a first edition, if it's a first Canadian edition, it may be, because the print run might have been smaller. Um, or if it's signed by the author, I was hoping you were going to say inside it's signed by Mark Twain. Samuel oh. Clemens, right Samuel inside Clemens, there, yeah. Samuel Clemens, yeah. Um, or something like that but books and it's a real shame and but most auction houses won't take them the Sally Ann won't take them Uh, but we will buy ones that are sports related uh, trains, planes, automobiles, sports related or medical still sells.
4: What about um, Aristotle's the midwife?
2: Okay, No, I don't know
4: it's hilarious.
2: <laughs> oh, it's funny. Oh, it's comedy.
4: Well, it isn't. No, but it's it's funny. Uh, you know, if a if a rabbit uh, passes in front of a pregnant woman, that's why they get a hair lip. And it's true. I mean, he, what? Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I said. It's funny. Okay, Any I'll buy gems? this book <laughs> just for that one
1: joke. I'll buy that book. For you. <laughs> okay. But uh, I was going to say, uh, you know, old it's books. A
4: book, but it's uh, funny.
1: <laughs> okay. Old books, leather bound books.
4: But um, what about uh, things like Ralph Connor's or Gene Stratton Porter or Henty Jane Gray?
1: Zane Grey,
2: if they have the dust jackets, they'll sell. I'm more... You know, it's funny. The book, which... A comic book from the 1940s will sell a lot better than a book will.
4: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The
2: comics are... You know the big little books? I can take this back. You know the little books that are about three inches by three oh, I inches?
4: Have a couple of them, yes. Yeah.
2: Now, those still sell because they consider them almost comic books. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like I say, a, a comic just almost sold for $3.2 million. Uh-huh. So... Uh, but it's not... Books, unless it's a first edition or very old, uh, the book
3: collectors aren't out there. There's, you know, there might be a book expert out there like, a pirate edition? That can be worth millions. I
2: like, No, I don't think it'll be worth millions, but it might be... I'd have to check on that, okay? Yeah. But I don't put a lot of time into books because they don't sell, mm-hmm. okay? And we sell them, I have originals and first editions, and I put them on my site. we we'll we do it on consignment basis for people, but the book has to be worth more than a hundred dollars to be worth doing. okay?
1: okay. All right, Luella, thank you so much for your phone call. Sorry for the delay. Our next caller is Mary in Brampton, and uh, we want to get to as many calls as we okay. can before the top of the hour. Our number is 416-360-0740. That's 416 740 Mary, how are you?
7: Hi, great. It's the first time I've heard the show, and it's so nice to hear your voice from other radio stations, Ben.
1: Oh, um, cool. Thanks. Anyways,
7: uh, I've got a lithograph. It's called Niagara Falls from Michigan Central Train, it's large it's from 1903 and um when my parents moved to brantford in when they came to canada in 48 it was in the basement and um i didn't even notice until a few years ago um and they've since in another house but um my dad's over 100 um wow Mm. yeah so it's um i think it would be really good for people that were like train aficionados um, this guy's
2: schedule on it No, it's just Niagara Falls. Is it a supplement that was put into the newspaper?
7: No, no, no. This is very large. This is large.
2: No, no. They they were large. They were about three feet long. And sometimes one of the most famous ones is our Navy in uh, Halifax Bay and uh, things like that. They did them as uh, supplements. But I don't know. Your one is from the railway company?
7: Well, the description that's on, um, there's a website, uh, auctioneer website that I found quite a while ago. It's called uh, jamesdjulia.com, okay. and it says, this is a description, beautiful aerial view of the Michigan Central Railroad, locomotive with six passenger cars stopped along uh, the Canadian's sorry, the Kansas side of the falls at Horseshoe Falls. Passengers are shown disembarking for a closer leisure view of Niagara Falls seen in the distance. Litho is captioned, as I said, Niagara Falls from Michigan Central Train, copyright 1903. So the
1: subject matter is yeah. a train. Yeah, yes, yes, you're going to do well. Your instincts yeah. are correct. The train yeah. crowd is huge and rich.
7: It's um, by American Lithograph Company, New York.
1: Okay, is it an oak frame or is it just loose?
2: Usually they're in an oak frame. Is it's it...
7: the original um, wooden frame, um, yes. I'm not, a, I'm not an expert on wood. Okay. The original wooden frame, um, the glass I had um, replaced.
2: Okay, it's okay. Don't worry about that. Okay, on this here, I would probably be, as an item, I'd probably sell in my store for around 200, just because a train item um, or online, uh, as long as there's not a lot of them out there. A lot of people collect Niagara Falls that way. Uh, Niagara Falls postcards are no good, but lithographs of Niagara Falls still sell because a lot of people got married there and they want to recapture it. Sorry, what was that?
7: It wouldn't be more than 200? Um, I'd we don't know. We have to see I, I'd it I'd have yeah. to see
2: it, but I'm thinking generally the yard longs or those panoramics, we sell them for between 150 and $300. you know okay.
7: it's over 100 years old.
2: Even, no, that's, that's not old for art. That's not old. Sorry about that part.
7: All right. Uh, one other thing. I've yep. got 10 um, silver dollars from
2: 1966. Okay. Oh, wow. Right $100. Yeah. $100. Sure.
7: How much would
2: they be? Uh, approximately one hundred. Might be ninety nine. Might be one hundred one. each one. No, no, 20. all of them. Oh,
1: they're about, yeah, okay, silver dollars right now. In today's market, what ten, eleven bucks per silver yeah. dollar before nineteen sixty seven. They're just silver. They made millions of them. That was our that was
2: our currency back then. Okay, and but it's a silver content. Now, if you have a forty eight, a forty eight's between you know nine hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Maybe a nineteen forty eight silver dollar because yeah. they were
1: very very rare. But not
2: sixty six. 66 they made now there is one sixty-six small beads i'm going to take this that's worth about five thousand dollars slow down
1: okay, okay what
2: what is it it's a variation i don't know if we have time to go into it it is when they made a bunch of 66s and then somebody in the mint made a mistake and only made a bunch of these little sixty-sixes. i read about that yeah and that if you have one of those small beads that's worth about five thousand dollars how Probably do you identify we, a small bead if mary it, for example has one you have to it's you need an expert you okay. have to have them side by each. Okay, so Mary needs to know though. She got a bunch of them. If one of them's worth five, grand, you can go online now. Here we can go on Google or go on, uh, uh, yeah, go on Google and punch in "small bead 1966." How to t- just write in how to tell a small bead how to dif- oh, my differentiate. I have
7: gotten those from the from the bank for me. So yeah, um, when I was a kid. Okay, um, what are your store hours?
2: Forever it seems. No, we're from nine until six.
7: Uh-huh.
2: Uh huh. Six days a week.
7: Okay. And do you need an appointment? Do you just drop in? No, I just
2: drop in. We're very casual.
7: But, just co- but the store's name is just coins, but you...
1: I, Toronto Gold Silver. That's so Toronto... you
7: bring in the lithograph? Oh,
2: yeah. Of course, yes, yes, gifts.
1: yes. And you'll get other eyes on it as well, because it's yeah. hard to... I mean, it sounds exciting to hear it, but then maybe in real life it's more spectacular. Maybe it's more yeah. rare. Yeah. No, okay. Paul can always name, give you...
7: I never knew that it, it you had other things. I thought it was just coins.
1: No, no, I'm no, no. I'm no, no. an it's all of out. stuff. Yeah. Yes,
7: I'm an
2: expert on everything. Yeah, just ask me,
1: okay? <laughs> yeah, thank love advice and all. All right, our next caller, oh, we are out of time. Norma okay. in Markham. You know what, we'll do more- Norma really quickly. Poor no. choice of words. Norma, no. how are you?
4: Okay. I'm fine, thank you. What do you have? I have a taste, uh, I got back in the 50s, and the cup is black. The inside has two roses, yellow and pink. And on the bottom, it's Edwardian
2: bone china, 22-carat gold. No, what we're looking for in cups and saucers, I, and this is the last piece of advice for today, you, we want the ones that have lots of flowers, lots of gold. The more white you see on the inside of the bowl, the worse it is. Ainsley and Paragon, bring them in. Do not sell an Ainsley or Paragon cup and saucer to anyone until you've talked to me. Okay, we got up to $850, but I have to give all my comp... We're about to run out of time, and I want to make sure that I need listers. I need people to call me who need money, okay? They don't just sell me stuff. I need people who have their grandsons sitting at home, like you said.
1: I don't want the lazy ones. I want the good ones. I need people to work for me. And they can call you at the store. The number is 905-737-GOLD. Whether you're selling something or you have a kid in the family who needs some work or put them to work, 905 737 4653. That's 905-737-4653. Special thanks to show producer Sebastian Hearn.
0: This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.